With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What's up, everybody? Jason McIntyre, Straight Fire. Thank you for joining me on this glorious Monday morning, October 5th. Another fun Sunday in the NFL. I am proud to admit I did not leave my computer chair or my family room area the entire time. I did my standard operating procedure of ordering cheese sticks, breadsticks, and pizza. Right at about halftime of the first set of games, uh, ate with the kids, they went to the beach, I watched the games, I ranted and raved, I lost some money, I won some money. It was just a great, great Sunday, and I gotta start with what I thought was the biggest game on the docket, Cleveland and Dallas, and I, and I know that people can be like, why are you talking about Dallas, they stink, but they're the biggest story in the NFL because when you look at what's going on with Dak Prescott Jerry Jones, and the Dallas defense. This is starting to become like a real thing. So first of all, the Eagles pull off a shocking upset Sunday night football and beat the 49ers outright. Boy, my guy Nick Mullins was terrible. He ended up getting benched for, uh, I forgot the guy's name, um, Bethard. C.J. Bethard filled in for him, had a touchdown. They made it mildly interesting. But the Eagles win and are now 1-2-1 and atop the NFC East. Dallas, 1-3, and three. and this is why the Dak 
Jerry Jones defense story is going to become a thing. So if you remember last week, Jerry Jones took a little bit of a shot at Dak and was like, you know, those are the games that Patrick Mahomes is of the world win. And Dak could not come through, okay? Dak could not come through on Sunday. But instead of Jerry Jones being the story on Monday morning, it's Dak Prescott because he came out and said, we can't get behind early in games. We've got to come out faster. Taking a shot at his defense. And I got to say, like, listen, I know there's a lot of Dak apologists out there, starting with the Dallas media, and I've got to get one of them on the podcast this week. And I want to like, go to toe-to-toe with the guy, but all of them defend Dak like he can do no wrong. And we got to wake up, folks. Dak Prescott, five turnovers, second in the league and lost fumbles. When is this going to be a story? We're acting like he's St. Dak because he leads the league in passing yards. whoop de damn do Come through in the clutch. He couldn't do it against Seattle. He couldn't do it against Cleveland on Sunday. Threw an interception inside the five-yard line when they needed that and then an onside kick to maybe pull off some heroics again. And listen, I get it. Dak is in a crappy spot, and that's why he's lashing out, taking a shot at the defense. Let me set, set this up. So when you were coming into the season, the schedule for Dallas, the first seven games was a cakewalk. You looked at that and you said, damn. So the Cowboys aren't going to pay Dak in the offseason. He's going to come out like the world on fire. The Cowboys are going to be 6-1, and one, and it's going to be this whole pay that man his money. And Dak's going to be like, I don't need to lobby for it. Everybody sees what's up. I'm worth it. We're 6-1. and one. I mean, the schedule, folks, look at it. They opened against the Rams, who were not a playoff team. No fans in the stadium. Dak should have won that game. They had a chance coming back there in the fourth quarter. And the OPI on Gallup and Dak can't come through. Okay, so you lose that one. Then you got the Atlanta Falcons. And they fall behind 20 to nothing. Yes, Dak threw an interception. And they were able to come back. Dak was miraculous. Nobody, nobody erases a 20 point deficit like Dak Prescott. I didn't say win the game. I just said a race is a huge deficit. They come back. They win the onside kick, yada, yada, yada. But that was supposed to be a victory. Atlanta hasn't had added defense in years, okay? That should have been a layup. Seattle was the one game that was dicey. It was on the road. In the preseason, when I looked at the Dallas schedule, I said they're not going to win in Seattle, okay? Still, Cleveland Browns now coming to Dallas? You got to win that game. It's just one of the worst franchises in football over the last two decades. I would say it's the worst. Worse than the Detroit Lions. Then, coming up, you got the Giants, who are a total dumpster fire. You got the Arizona Cardinals, who I like, I think are on the uptick, but that's winnable. And then you got Washington. So in the first seven games, Dak and Dallas should be 6-1. and one. Remember, last year against the bad teams, Dak Prescott just vaporized them. Okay? Two games against the Giants, two games against Washington, 14 touchdowns last year and two interceptions. 46% of Dak Prescott's TDs last year came against two of the five worst teams in the league. And we went over this last week, guys. He destroys the crap teams and then can't come through and beat the winning teams. With the loss to the Browns, who were 2-1, and one, and Rob G can fact check me on this, I believe Dak Prescott falls to 6-19 and 19 or 6-20 against teams with a winning record in the last three years. I, I'm just, he just can't come through, guys. He puts up big stats. He erases big deficits. But ultimately, he doesn't win these games. And now Dallas, instead of being, you know, 3-1, and one, riding high, Dak saying, hey, man, I've deserved it. I need that 40 mil a year. 
The Cowboys are 1-3. and three. And Dak's got his 1,690 passing yards, his nine touchdowns. And those are great individual stats because they're playing from behind. But this is not a guy I'm paying $40 million to. And, and I don't want to scare any Cowboys fans here. But the biggest story in the NFL, I think this week, Dallas pays their quarterback $31 million. Ninth highest paid player in the league. They have the third highest paid wide receiver, Amari Cooper, $20 million. Second highest paid running back in Zeke. And they have no defense. And the offensive line is totally completely in shambles. Three years ago, it was the best line in football. It ain't anymore. Okay, Travis, uh, the center's gone. All right. Lyle Collins just had surgery. He's out. Tyron Smith in and out of the lineup. Like, this just isn't the great team you think it is, and this is the wrong way to build a title contender or even a playoff team. Dak wants 40 mil. He wants more money, and you're going to take it away from where? They couldn't pay Robert Quinn, their leading sack guy. They lost him in free agency. They couldn't pay Byron Jones. They lost him in free agency. So you got no defense. Like, I don't know who thought Dallas was going to be good. I was down on them. I thought Dak could come through and win some of these games, and he hasn't been able to do it. Listen, Dak Prescott is second in the NFL, tied with Josh Allen for most fumbles in the league. Derek Carr's first with four. Dak and Josh Allen have lost three each. Okay? I'm, I'm just trying to steer you guys to the middle. It's similar to the political discussion in this country. It's better and smarter. You want to be in the middle. You don't want to be on the lunatic fringe of the Dak Prescott discussion. He's not total garbage. And he's not worth $40 million a year. It's closer to the middle. That's where he should be. And I just don't think this guy this season is going to be able to come through. Folks, if you want to get scared if you're a Cowboys fan, look at that second half schedule, okay? Just take a glimmer at it and you'll be like, oh my gosh. Luckily, you know, the next couple games, they should be winnable. But Dak and the Cowboys, I'm not impressed. One and three. All right, I think the second biggest story on Monday in the NFL is a fella I've besmirched his name multiple times. He, you know, from my perspective, he has not been a good quarterback in his first few years. He's basically been a running quarterback, and the passing was a major issue. But Josh Allen, without a doubt, has made a massive leap for the Buffalo Bills. So I put this tweet out. I can't look at my timeline, unfortunately, guys. Even this morning, I got a retweet from Dwayne Wade. Rob G snickered because, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, the tweet was about him and the heat in the NBA Finals. We'll get to that later. So then all I get is just tons of retweets and likes in my in my timeline. So I can't read anything. I can't read your comments. I'll have to wait a day or whatever. But I put this out about Josh Allen. Last year, Josh Allen completed 70% of his passes in three of 16 games. I'm excluding the Week 17 game where he played like uh, two series or whatever against the Jets. I'm including the playoff game. Three games, 70% completions. So far this season, three games out of four, 70% completions. He destroyed the Raiders. I know Rob D's Raiders. I know he's upset. But Josh Allen was tremendous. And folks, this is the number that really jumps out. It's nothing to do with passing. Josh Allen had three carries for negative one rushing yards. He didn't even beat the Raiders with his legs. And that's what Josh Allen was doing early in his career. Josh Allen, fewest rushing yards in a game in his career. I don't know if the three carries are a career low. I probably should check that. But if Josh Allen's not beating you with his legs and he's beating you from the pocket, it's a problem. And I fully admit being wrong about the Buffalo Bills. 
They are 4-0. They are, with Cam Newton getting hit by the COVID bug, uh, the Buffalo Bills are the best team in the AFC East. Um, I think the, I, the third biggest story in the NFL based on Sunday, I was going to say, will Matt Patricia of the Detroit Lions be fired this week? Because the Lions are on a bye. And Matt Patricia is just a freaking embarrassment. I, I, I like an idiot, like a ass clown. I bet on the Detroit Lions in the $1.4 million contest. Okay. Saints were down three starters on offense and three starters on defense. The Lions go up 14 nothing at home. And the Saints score touchdowns on five straight drives and take the lead 35-14, and the Saints win and cover. I mean, this is one of the craziest stats in the NFL this season. I don't care what you say. This is one of the craziest stats. The Detroit Lions have lost six straight games in which they led by 10 or more points. The longest stretch in NFL history. Now listen, I wasn't the only idiot on the Lions. Sharp money drove this down. Professional money from four and a half to three. And the Lions, an embarrassment. Matt Patricia is now 10-25-1. I don't know if he'll be fired. I mean, he's lost 12 or 13. <laughs> I don't know what the case is to keep him other than he's here. And like, I guess we'll have who Darren Bevel or whatever uh, be the coach the rest of the year. Um, but forget the Lions because I hate them right now. Um, I do want to quickly talk about Tom Brady and a, a, a magnificent performance from the ageless Tom Brady. And I got to say, we talked about Drew Brees being washed. And after week one, remember when Drew Brees went to battle with Tom Brady and Brady had the pick six and then another pick? There's a lot of people saying, hey, Tom Brady looks... Ugh. Tom Brady became the first quarterback in NFL history Sunday to throw five touchdown passes as the oldest player in the league. 43 years old, he threw five touchdown passes. He's now the oldest player, I believe, in NFL history to throw five touchdown passes to five different receivers. So all the stats that Tom Brady accumulated this weekend were records. Because guess what? 43-year-old guys don't do this. And you guys probably remember Brady saying, I would have played until I'm 45. And everybody kind of laughed. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I mean, we're, we're talking about he's four games into a new season with a new coach, a new system. They lost Mike Evans in the first half. He was able to come back, thankfully. He's barely had Chris Godwin, who's like a top 12 receiver in the league. And Brady's torching people. I mean, Tom Brady looks really good, guys. He now has the NFL record for comebacks from, from being down by double digits. He was tied with Peyton Manning and Dan Marino, and he now, Tom Brady, has the record. Just a quick note on this game. So I was heavily financially into Tampa Bay, favored by six and a half, and I also had some seven. They won by seven and pushed. But Bucks score first, go up seven, nothing. Then they proceed to give up 24 straight points. I wasn't totally panicked because on their second drive, uh, Brady throws a pick six right after Mike Evans got knocked out of the game with an ankle. And they had some backup receiver who kind of wasn't running the route, right route. Kid picked it off, ran it back to the house. 24-7, they really got a gift before the end of the first half. Anthony Lynn, from like inside his 10-yard line with literally a minute left, decides to run the football. The kid fumbles. And the Patriots, I'm uh, sorry, not the Patriots, the Buccaneers get a quick touchdown. And then they rolled in the second half. I will say this about Justin Herbert. That kid looked good. 
he's throwing touchdown passes to guys I have never heard of. And you guys know I'm like a college football geek. I know about all these guys. I know where they went to school. I do mock drafts for Fox Sports. Justin Herbert threw three touchdown passes to guys I've never heard of in my life. Jalen Guyton, 72-yard touchdown pass. Tyron Johnson, 53-yard TD. I think he delivered me a pizza two weeks ago. I'm not certain. And then a kid named Donald Parham Jr., who somebody told me was in the XFL at some point. So Justin Herbert became the first quarterback this season to throw two 50-plus-yard touchdown passes. Justin Herbert, to me, has passed Burrow as rookie of the year. And I don't know how much you guys care about that, but I I was really impressed with Justin Herbert. And I guess my final note uh, from Sunday's action was the um, Baltimore Ravens. I I don't want to sound the alarm, and maybe it was just sleepwalking on a short week against a bad team and Washington's not very good, but something's up with the Ravens. I don't know if you guys sense it. Uh, They looked a little lifeless against the Chiefs. And then against Washington, they really went through the motions. Um, The the running game can't get on track. Uh, Let the record state, Lamar Jackson had like 58 yards rushing. He had 50 of it on one touchdown run. Like Ingram can't get loose. I know there was no Ronnie Stanley. Obviously, they miss him on the line. Um, The pass game was hit and miss. Not For whatever reason, since that opener against uh, Cleveland, I don't know how impressive Baltimore's look. Just something to file away food for thought. Rob G., I quickly want to ask you about your Las Vegas Raiders and their uh, defeat at the hands of the mighty Josh Allen. Um, and any, I mean, do you think this is a playoff team this year? The Raiders or the Bills? Raiders. Well, I picked them before the season to make the playoffs, so yeah, I think they're a playoff team. I think they had a brutal Wait, has anything first changed? stretch of the season. Yeah. I mean, I would not have been surprised if they were 1-3. and three. When I saw the schedule come out, I said, you know, the only win that I thought that was on that, that record was the uh, Carolina game. Mm-hmm. And for them to, you know, be 2-2, two and two, which is fine right now in the AFC, you know, no one's really running away with it other than the uh, Chiefs. So I think they're right where they need to be. I mean, unfortunately, all of a sudden, uh, Josh Allen 2020 turned into the uh, – Excuse me, Josh Allen turned into the 2020 version of Lamar Jackson. Dude, I don't know if you noticed this. His completion percentage year to year jumped up 10% in the first four games. His passing yards up over 420 yards from last year, the first four games. This is the biggest thing, though. Interceptions down. He had six through the first four games last year, only one through the first four this year. And as a result, the team is scoring almost 12 points more a game. So whatever that light switch went on for him and that offense started to click, it was just bad news for the Raiders. And and to, to bring it full circle to what you were talking about with Dak Prescott, now the Raiders' defense is horrible. And I've said that repeatedly. It's all over my Twitter account. You can look it up. So they know their defense is horrible, and they make a point to run the ball, even when Josh Jacobs is not really getting much going like he was in uh, yesterday. And they do long drawn out time killing drives they don't not really looking to hit you deep quickly because they know they can't stop anybody Dak Prescott for whatever reason and I'm sure he knows his defense is terrible because he called him out on Sunday said last week that one thing they want to do is they want to remain explosive and he loves playing that kind of offense that they've been playing he has to know that since 2016 in games where Ezekiel Elliott has has had at least 100 rushing yards 
the Cowboys are 23 and 5. <laughs> he has to know that the way for them to win is to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, occasional play action. Yeah, keep and that Dak defense Pre- off the field, right? Exactly. Yeah. And Dak Prescott wants to air it out. And even worse, he wants to air it out when they're down 41 to 14 to make it look like he's doing something. I mean, it's just all bad for the Cowboys. They only run the ball 34% of the time, which is crazy to me considering how bad their defense is somebody hit me with a stat that ezekiel elliott this season has one carry over 15 yards or 20 yards and he fumbled it (laughs) that that's it he can't get loose uh listen that offensive line is not good dallas is in real trouble all right rob g i quickly want to pivot and we did this last week, and I need to go back and look and see how we did. But first impressions, for whatever reason, my parents always told me, go with your gut instinct. You know, don't overthink it. And I do this. That's a problem in NFL. There's like a whole week to think about it. With NBA, it's like, boom, that day, next day, whatever. It's quick. NFL, there's a whole week, tons of information, injuries, blah, blah, blah. You overthink stuff. I want to quickly look at week five and I've already identified two games that I think I will definitely be looking to wager on. Um, I think, first of all, without question, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Chicago. I'm telling you guys, I watched that Bears-Colts game. Because I, I noticed this, and I, I talked about all week. I saw, kept seeing professional gamblers on the Bears. Uh, they like the Bears in this spot. The Colts haven't beaten anybody. The Bears stink. That's a terrible football team. This Colts defense is very real. Like Nick Foles as a come in and save the day kind of guy, that's who you want. Nick Foles starting the game, he doesn't scare anybody. That team is not a dangerous team. Tampa Bay, now it's on Thursday night, so we'll talk plenty about it. But I'm telling you, that Tampa Bay number, it was six uh, Sunday night. I would not be surprised if that's seven and a half at some point this week. Tampa's just vastly superior. Um, One of the other games I I was really looking at that, that... you know, I want to back them, but something definitely seems off. Why aren't the Buffalo Bills bigger favorites at Tennessee? Okay, Tennessee just had a major COVID outbreak. They had to burn their bye week where they couldn't really practice, but you can't go away on vacation. So it's like one of those, I don't really know what's going on uh, in Tennessee. And the Buffalo Bills just went into Vegas, kicked some butt. They have faced good offensive teams. They faced decent defensive teams, they face bad teams, and they come out on top all the time. I don't know how you don't like the Buffalo Bills in this spot against a Tennessee defense. Go look up the past defense numbers for Tennessee. They can't stop anybody. Now, maybe the kid, Dory Jackson, is back. We'll have to monitor that, but Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, they are just carving people up, and um, I, I will be looking to bet the Bills. And Rob G., the last one I like, it's a big favorite, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they had a weird bye week because of the Tennessee COVID situation, but they also, they were practicing all week, like, as if it were a normal week. And they will be facing a Philadelphia Eagles team. I don't know how closely you watch that Sunday night game, Rob G, but the Eagles got beat up. Lane Johnson had left the game at one point. They were down to receivers I'd never heard of. The guy who got the game-winning touchdown pass, never heard of him in my life. I think I saw him at a Wendy's drive-thru two months ago. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles somehow pulled off a miracle. And also, they lost their uh, the kid they got from Atlanta in the secondary. Uh, I'm sorry, they got him from Detroit. Big play Slay. He left injured. This Pittsburgh team's only getting better, fully rested. The offensive line will be 100%. I like the Steelers to roll the Eagles. Those are the three that jump out to me. Rob G., did you, have you seen anything on the board early 
Uh, and lines will be fluid and moving on Monday morning, but anything jump out to you? Yeah, there's actually two games that were apart from the three that you chose that I really am interested in. The Jags' seven-point underdogs against the Texans. Mm-hmm. Now, I know they're on the road. I know the Jags aren't very good. But has anyone seen the Texans play this season? <laughs> I think they should be seven-point favorites over anybody. Yeah. I mean, if Bill O'Brien wasn't the general manager, he would have been fired already. He's terrible. Um, and then the other game, and this is kind of shocking that I would say this one, is the Cowboys nine point home favorites against the Giants. I don't like I said the Cowboys defense is terrible, but they can score. Yeah, and I don't think the Giants can defend or score. So I, I think this is one of those get right games for Dak and the boys, where they put up you know thirty eight points through three quarters, and everyone thinks they're good again, and then they come crashing back down to earth. Yeah, I don't know how much you watched of Danny Dimes on Sunday, but my God, he is just so turnover prone. He's tough. He likes to tuck and run, uh, and he'll probably be able to move the ball against Dallas, but he's just he's not a good, ready NFL quarterback. I, I think that's the bottom line. By the way, did you see the Jalen Ramsey fight against Golden Tate? I did, and I love the backstory, which makes yeah. it well, so awesome. Yeah, well, I don't awesome. know that I love the backstory. It's kind I mean, of messed wh- up, man. No, I mean, I like I like that there is a backstory. It's not just two guys who were, you know, fighting on the field for no reason, and, you know, it doesn't make sense because it's just a sport, you know, relax. But this was a legitimate re- – if you're going to fight somebody – you know, leaving a guy's pregnant sister, you know, I mean, that's that's worth fighting over. I and think. they already had two kids together before. Exactly. And he left her for some stripper. Yes. In Vegas. I mean, they call her a dancer. And I tried to find her on uh, Jalen Ramsey's Instagram page, but I could I, I think he might have deleted it. Maybe they're not together. Well, anymore. I mean, shout out to Golden Tate because he's said in numerous interviews. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. over the last five or six months when i see jalen ramsey it's on site and he kept telling anyone who would listen and sure enough as soon as he got the opportunity they squared up and started throwing haymakers if you think back golden tate is the guy who got into it with percy harvin when they were in seattle i i think it was like right before the team picture or something like the day before and i think either golden tate showed up with a black eye or something happened but they they threw fists well yeah he got thrown into a trash can i don't know if that's one you want to bring up if you're golden tate though 
Because oh, the story he, is that like Percy physically Harvin... physically got thrown into the trash yeah, can. Yeah, like Percy Harvin not only gave him a black eye, but I guess he stumbled into a trash can and fell kind of into it. Oh. So it became like a punchline for a while. So I don't know if I would bring up that one, but this one was good. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ramsey had a good stick on him on the field. They definitely hate each other. I would say maybe they'll meet in the playoffs, but that's uh, that's definitely not happening. All right, so that's enough NFL for, uh, for this uh, little recap of Sunday and a look ahead to week five later in the podcast we'll have the best bet for the two monday night football games i obviously didn't mention how the best bet did because well it didn't do great you'll have to wait for the best bet at the end of the podcast adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about and we're here to change that i'm april dinwiddie host of the new podcast navigating adoption presented by adopt us kids each episode brings you compelling real life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com. And now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A. to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. All right, let's quickly jump into the NBA Finals. We're not going to spend a ton of time on uh, Game 3 of the Finals. It didn't totally get lost in the shuffle because the Eagles and Niners got off to such a strange start. But Rob G, I I was... Man... Every series in the playoffs, the Lakers have a letdown game. It was game one against Portland, right? They lay a massive egg. Opener against Houston, total no-show for the Lakers. And against Denver, it was game three. You remember, that was like, the okay, we're going to go up 3-0 and really put these guys away. They fall behind by, I think, 20 late third quarter, and then they make the huge comeback, couldn't finish it, couldn't, you know, complete the comeback and win the game. And now they have a game three against the Heat. I mean, you could see it from the jump. Miami was like, we're not going to get punked. And Anthony Davis gets in foul trouble instantly. Danny Green turns into a G League caliber player. I mean, I don't know if he played much at all in the second half. He was that well, bad. Well, did he turn into a G League player? Or has he been a G League player <laughs> Listen, for a Listen, game minute? one. Game one, Danny Green was there defensively. And he, he, he was bad in game two. And he was awful, unplayable in game three. Um I don't know. LeBron had a bunch of turnovers in the first half. I thought 
my read on this, Rob G, was LeBron was going to come out and say, you know what, the MVP's kind of neck and neck. I heard McIntyre on his Saturday radio show for Fox say LeBron has a slight edge. I'm going to go over the top. I'm going to get me a trip dub, and I'm going to get this MVP award. And, and it felt like he was trying to do too much early. I don't know if you picked that up. Well, yeah, I mean, it was just a bad game. I mean, AD was horrible early. He had four turnovers. I think that as a team, they had 10 in the first quarter. But he had four in the first quarter. And then they fight, claw, do whatever they got to do to keep it close going to the fourth. They get a two-point lead. And then LeBron's terrible in the fourth quarter. He had four turnovers in the fourth. So it just was not a good game for any of them. But we can't bury the lead. The lead here is Jimmy Butler. Yes, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler was awesome. I got some stats right now. You're a big stat guy. He joined LeBron James and Jerry West as the only players in NBA Finals history to drop a 40-point triple-double. There's one. Number two, Jimmy Butler scored or assisted on 73 points, second most in NBA Finals League history behind Walt Frazier at 74. And here's the, this is the one for the gambling people, all you uh, degenerates out there. Miami closed as nine-point underdogs, making it the second-largest Finals upset in 30 years. Wow. I mean, Jimmy Butler was awesome. He not only was he great in the beginning, he was great in the middle. He only sat out two and a half minutes of game time, and he thoroughly dominated LeBron James in crunch time. So, tip to them. I mean, hashtag Lakers in five is still alive and well, so it's all good. Uh, This reminded me uh, of what Dwayne Wade did when the Heat were down 2 0 to Dirk's Mavs. Dwayne Wade who also went to Marquette like Jimmy Butler. Uh, Dwayne Wade had 42 points in a heroic effort. And I thought Jimmy Butler was a warrior tonight in Game 3. He finished, I, I got the line here somewhere, 40, he had 42 points? No, 40 points for Jimmy Butler. 14 of 20 shooting. 12 of 14 free throws. 13 assists. 11 rebounds. I know Rob G said he killed LeBron head-to-head, but what they were doing, and it's not a terrible strategy, is with Bam out, they play Kelly Olenek, the cafeteria lunch lady, heavy minutes. He can make threes, so they pull him out to the perimeter. Anthony Davis, you going to guard Kelly Olenek? Okay, well, get out of the lane. Get Jimmy Butler the pick and roll with, I don't know, whoever you want. You want to go at Kuzma? You want to go at the Morris twin? You want to go at KCP, Danny Green? You want to go at Rondo? I mean, Rondo fouled Butler hard a couple times. I thought he was going to get a flagrant. And... Butler just took him to school. None of them could guard him. I guess what you'll have... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What to do is just put Anthony Davis down low in some kind of zone, stick Kuzma or whoever else on Olenek, and Olenek's not going to post up, and just prevent Jimmy Butler from going to town because otherwise they don't really have anyone that can kill you. I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a Tyler Hero guy. You guys know that through and through, and he's going to be making big news for his snarl <laughs> and one at the end of the game. But, like, you know, he's Tyler Hero. He's not going to kill you. He's 6 of 18, you know? Duncan Robinson uh, made a couple, made three threes. I bet against him again, and he had a three with like 32 seconds left that, that killed me. But I, I don't think the Lakers are in big trouble here. Um, they just got to keep Anthony Davis out of foul trouble. I need to come in focused. Um, I, I will say this. My biggest takeaway, and I, you know, I always want to bounce stuff off Rob G before I sound off and get myself in trouble. The Miami Heat, for like the final 10 minutes, closed the game with three white guys on the floor. Ke- Kelly Olenek, Tyler Hero, and Duncan Robinson. And it, it's just kind of jarring to see in a league that's, I don't know, what, 80% African-American players, to see three guys on the floor who are white closing. I was kind of impressed with the Miami Heat. Uh, folks, real talk, a lot of teams don't even have three white guys on it. They're closing games with Hero, Robinson, and Olenek. And I know some of you were saying, what, Jason, why are you making it about race? It ain't about race. It's not about race. It's just a fact. Look on the court. You don't see that in a lot of NBA teams. Rob G., I'm trying to think off the top of my head, the Clippers have your guy, your guy Zubaz. They, I don't think they have any other white guys, do they? Uh, ooh, I don't think so. I yeah, think I don't think Lakers, you're ready for The Lakers questions. got Caruso. You know? I think the... Uh, I think what's more interesting is not just that he's white, because I mean I think Dallas has some light skinned guys. It's that they're American born white players. That's something you don't see at all in the NBA yeah. anymore. All the uh light skinned guys are usually European, like European. Luca, Porzingis, things like that. So yeah. it's, well, it's interesting Bucks, to see. The Bucks have the Lopez twins, they have Dante DiVincenzo, Pat Connaughton. Um, but yes, certainly, listen, three-pointers are the, are, are the name of the game, and that's what these guys are in for. Duncan, Hero, they're Jack and Kelly, Olenek, three of five. And listen, I still think Lakers are winning the series. I don't know about Lakers in five. Let's see if Bam comes back. But uh, hey, man, it means an extra basketball game. So game four will be Tuesday night. How good is this? Tonight, two NFL games. Tuesday, NBA Finals. Wednesday, you know, you can go out to dinner with your family, um, hang out with the wife, the kids. Maybe go to a park, a playground, the beach. And then Thursday, NBA Finals, Thursday Night Football, Tom Brady um, in, against the Bears, which should be a bloodbath. And then we'll just do this again next weekend. All right, guys. Up next, the best bet. And I'm going to say plural, best bets, because I'm doubling up on Monday Night Football. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? 
Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically, any shows with the word game in it, odds are you'll find me there. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great. I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's time for the best bet here on Straight Fire. Weird Sunday on the best bet. Are you ready for this? 0-1-2. I had the Ravens favored by 14. They had to settle for a push. In the contest, uh, they were minus 12.5, so that cashed. But in best bet, minus 14 push. Tampa... Minus seven push. Again, in the contest for 1.4 million, they were minus six and a half. So I hit that. But on best bet, it's a push. And I had the Dolphins like an idiot. Listen, I am officially Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard today, Monday. Do not bet against Russell Wilson. Do not bet against Russell Wilson. Like 25 times till it sinks in. Just a dumb bet on my part. Dolphins were within the number for most of the game. Bit of a meltdown late in the first half. Uh, blown coverage by the rookie kid uh, from Auburn. Gave up a free touchdown. And then they give up a late touchdown in the fourth. And Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick, who I said would come in the back door, throws a pick, ending the game. So they did not cover. So 0-1-2. Still, best bet since the podcast started. 25-15-4. and uh, it's been a good run, but listen, not, I, I can't deny it. I'm a little disappointed. Here's what I like tonight. Thankfully, we have two Monday Night Football games. So I see Packers are favored by six and a half or seven. It depends where you go. If you could shop around and get the six and a half, I love it. I will take the Packers to cover six and a half. If you notice, the Falcons have two of their top three safeties are out injured. Now, for the Packers, Alan Lazard, who was the star on Sunday Night Football against the Saints, he's out. 
But Devontae Adams may play. We'll probably find out later today. Now, if they're both out, the number one offense in the NFL, it's going to be tough to cover seven against an offensive machine like the Falcons. Now, Atlanta, to the best of my knowledge, they haven't played outdoors yet this season, okay? This will be their first time on a slower surface. So, you know, Calvin Ridley may not look as fast outdoors. But again, if Jair Alexander can play, he is questionable here on Monday morning. I like the Packers' chances. Uh, their secondary is talented. It has, you know, had some some hiccups. The run defense is still very shaky. Uh, the analytics guys do not like the Packers, but I do. I'll take them at six and a half. I'm not taking them at seven. I had a push with Tampa at seven. You know, unhappy with that. Now, Kansas City is the interesting one. Due to the Cam Newton COVID test, he will not play in Kansas City tonight. As we take this, it's unclear who's starting. Is it going to be Jarrett Stidham, the kid from Auburn, or is it going to be veteran Brian Hoyer? Now, either way, whew, tough one for the Patriots. Bill Belichick is not a guy you want to uh, give 11 points to, but uh, folks, I'm sorry. I'm going to get chalky with it. I'm taking Kansas City favor by 11. Now, just for the record, I have them in the contest, but it's locked in at six and a half. So obviously I had to take that, right? Six and a half. Um, I I thought that had a good chance once Cam was ruled out. But for purposes of best bet, listen, minus 11 is a huge number. You're not going to long-term be successful betting on double-digit favorites. We saw uh, the Rams double-digit favorite against the Giants. They didn't cover Sunday. You got to be very careful with this stuff. This is a unique circumstance, okay? You got the COVID test for Cam. It's either going to be Jarrett Stidham's to the best of my knowledge, first NFL start, or you're going to get the KG veteran Brian Hoyer out there. Either way, I don't see how they can keep up with Pat Mahomes unless we see major pressure from Chase Vinovich and that Patriots front four. Mahomes should carve them up. Last year, Mahomes and KC were underdogs in New England, went in, led 23-7, and held on for the victory. Favor by 11 is a totally different animal here, but I'm going to take them. So there are the two best bets for Monday night. Uh, Kansas City by 11, Green Bay, six and a half. All right, guys, thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thunderstruck, adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival, choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, import expenses, additional restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. <laughs> Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, dog, cat, giraffe, giraffe, really? Giraffe, uh, giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov. Slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.